So why'd you decide to leave the mustache? Oh, I encourage that. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> it's really not a mustache. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us on the library. As usual, we are continuing our Blood on the Rocks module, The Adventures in the Town of Bloodstone. I'm your host. My name's Arthur. I am playing Harold. <coughs> we have a full house of investigators tonight. So Chris is playing Bo, Emily's Florence, Wayne's Quentin, Scott is Yocker, and Rick is the world-famous Philip Donner. As always, our amazing keeper and the maker of the sandbox that we are digging around in is Michael. Michael, take it away. Hey, thanks for joining us. Blood, uh, Blood on the Rocks is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. It is for mature audiences, played by immature people. Um, if you like what we do and can stand our silliness, uh, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash under the library. We got some cool tiers with some great miniatures. And Florence, take us to last week's recap. Wait, your right. has bedhead. Does she have bedhead? Who are we talking about? This is a very important part of our recap. <laughs> Wait, I want to know, is there a miniature yawker? Because I can't I have... imagine that you're not, you're not doing unspeakable things to it. it, isn't, it that a, isn't that a redundant phrase? I was going to say, yawker's already miniature. <laughs> <laughs> a miniature yawker? <laughs> All right, Florence. I'll do my best. So everyone but Quentin had been at uh, Potter's place discussing what we were actually going to do that day early in the morning. Quentin joined us and told us about the cats and the corpse that he found at Lloyd's store. So at this point, Yocker goes to find the sheriff, the revered and perhaps nationally known Henry Stone, who asked Yocker about Bo and the shooting uh, that had happened the night before. The doc said that Jason? Jason Dudley might not make it. And also Yocker's arm looks pretty bad. At the same time, uh, Quentin and Harold return to the store. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and uh, want to check in and try to examine the body. And Harold, just from the hair, is pretty sure that it is indeed Lloyd. At the same time, Florence and Bo go to look for Philip. Oh, I get it. Okay. Anyway. Um, what you drinking? We found now, him. Emily? <laughs> I thought we were not going to make fun. I, I thought we were going to wait till the end to make fun. No, she okay. killed me in King of Tokyo. That's fine. I'm, I'm... That's fine. That's fine. Uh, well, you mean you mean what I sent you? Um, Emily's Emily's mispronunciation. Revered. Revered. Oh, I, I mispronounced a word. Let's uh, all laugh it out. Okay. Get it out of your system. I don't have my uh, shadow. No, it's not worth uh, a laugh. It's worth a smile. And, okay. and don't shame us for laughing at mispronunciation. <laughs> that was, wasn't shame. I was just giving harsh. you an opportunity. Oh, yeah. I thought you needed thing. to take it, it your moment. Kind of a, it was kind of a finger wagging. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Bo, she's going to get to kill you in a minute, so you better be nice. The bad. Oh, I, I don't mind being dead. I'm dead um, in uh, Nick's campaign. <laughs> so should I continue? Yes, yes please. please. Sorry. We found Phil in the stable. He looked pretty rough. Um, but then we all head back again to Lloyd's. Phil threatens the looters to stop stealing Lloyd's stuff, ends up shooting someone's <laughs> foot off, and then also agreeing to give him medical care. Sheriff Henry praises Phil for his actions. Uh, Florence and Bo stepped away when Philip started waving his gun around and went to Red's. We find that Jason is indeed dead. Bo gives Florence a bag of gold to give to Jason's wife and says he's going to the sheriff. So we head back to Lloyd's. Um, Harold examines the cat, wants to examine the cats for black boxes, but cannot catch a cat. They all elude him. So he decides to go home and make a cat trap. Yocker and Quentin explore upstairs with the sheriff. And Quentin strikes a deal to help the sheriff in return for a deputy badge. And he is then assigned this case by Henry the sheriff. Uh, Philip also examines the body and discovers that there was a struggle. Lloyd had tried to fend off the cats and also flung one into the wall with a broom. (laughs) And uh, Quentin and Philip convince Harold that instead of using fish in his trap, he should use Lloyd's tongue. And so at this point, Quentin has gone to get his badge. Yocker and Bo are taking the body to Seraphim Falls. And Florence ran back to her shop to get the journal with the weird pictures. And I cannot look at any more comments no, while I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gives the journal to Harold, thinking that he might understand, be able to search for such machines when they go back to the uh, Gerald's house. I should mention while Quentin went to get his badge, he did not find Henry there, but he did find a poster stuck in a drawer that said wanted Bobby McGlynn, $100 with a picture that looks like Henry Stone. Such an amazing ending. That's what happens when you roll a one. One. It's okay. Art, maybe one day that'll happen to you. (laughs) Yeah. One day. Probably not. What's the closest uh, you've gotten? You've gotten a three, right? I've gotten a few low numbers. I got a 52 once when he needed a 51. I mostly mostly get big numbers, though. (laughs) All right. Uh, So as you walk out, onto the front steps of the sheriff's office, Quentin. Mm -hmm. You pick up the latest copy of the Bloodstone Expose, dated May 5th, 1892. May 5th, that would be three days into our campaign and (laughs) almost four months later. Yeah. (laughs) This is episode 14, right? (laughs) Yep. All right. And it has a an illustration of a winged beast with the caption winged words of Satan continue to terrorize town. And the first headline says bloodstone living up to its name by Martin Hale. 
Bloodstone continues to live up to its name. Feces have been found in the town water trough, and not even that foulness has managed to ward off the attacks of Satan's own spawns. My few literate raiders have little need to be reminded of the fierce attacks last night that cost us the company of little Sammy Jenkins. His mother and father, distraught at the loss of their child, may never know his vile destination. We do know the most reverend Philomena Cunningham will deliver a passionate and fiery curse upon those abominations come this Sunday. It almost goes without saying that Rat Coleman will be far less missed. His wife Juniper could be heard saying as much, but it must have been Squeaks that summed it up best as she consoled Juniper saying, Fuck him! He was only a friend of the itchy quim whiskers. Well said, Squeaks. In Bloodstone, it might even count as poetry. But I digress. Well, we're all concerned about when the next attack might be. Of more pressing concern may be the health of Lana Jenkins. In her attempts to rescue Sammy, she was exposed to the slimy excretions of those foul beasts and as of this very morning has reported to have taken ill. It is not this author's place to remind you of Lester Codfoyle and his gruesome fate. But let's hope Reverend Cunningham spares a little cursing to ask the good Lord to watch over Lana, though it's hard to call upon the Lord when we seem to be in the hands of evil. It seems in all this hullabaloo that Henry Stone has been noticeably absent. Where is our famous lawman? Your town needs you. And then the second headline says, Mysterious Stranger Brings More Danger by Martin Hale. Bloodstone has many visitors, but it's worth putting our readers, though they may be few and far between, like our listeners, on the lookout for some wow. new arrivals in town. One in particular who shot up Jason Dudley, our own God-fearing stable hand in the middle of the street oh, last man. night. Witnesses say the stranger was intoxicated with hubris and screaming he was the ghost to hunt Jason down. Our own vulnerable Jason stood shaking in the street as the stranger unloaded his barrels of buckshot into his chest. Confusion at the end suggests it could be a case of mistaken identity, but I can't imagine anyone ever thinking Jason was a menace. I have it on good word that Doc Red is doing his very best to make sure Jason stays with us, and even Yocker assisted to save him. It seems like a poor business practice to me, but then again, maybe some guilt was a motivating force. I'm signing off, but I'll be back tomorrow. In the meantime, try not to burn down our damn town. It's the only one we've got. Wow. That's some excellent journalism. Wow. Yocker, you got to mention. All right. Be famous. You're locally famous. So there were, uh, there were two names. Someone who uh, is now poisoned by goop. And then a reference oh. to someone in the past who also mm-hmm. had a horrific fate. Yep. So I think the now person is the one that Yocker took a sample from her shoulder. Yes. And oh. the other guy, I wrote down Lester Codfoil. I've got yeah. the poop to give to Harold, by the way. And and you and Yocker and uh, that's it. Oh, and Harold would know him. Uh, he died a particularly gruesome death that uh, Doc Red attributed to uh, tuberculosis or consumption, but uh, he went awfully quick, um, shriveling up and uh, 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 almost like he was dried out from the inside. Oh, dear. Oh. 
That doesn't sound good. Was there a um, contact with slime? Yeah, uh, that's what the article's suggesting, right? Wait, yeah, that... no, I know, but do we know of anything specific with that? Make a make a let's see, give me yeah, yeah. did it coincide with, coincide with one of the attacks? It did coincide. Who... Yeah, it did coincide with a, a previous attack, right? The I was town... gonna say is did they, if they came through Seraphim Falls, then I'd probably have it's a success for like me. specific knowledge. Yes. Yeah, so uh your your knowledge would be that uh it, it was pretty much when this attack happened, because they're I mean you know, they're all the town's news when y'all get attacked by these flying beasts uh, that he was left in this goop. And it was shortly after that goop that he took ill and then died. Okay. But Red and his high medical diagnosis said for sure it was tuberculosis, which created its own scare in the town for a few mm. days anyway. Are you yeah. questioning the quality of healthcare delivered at Red's Health Emporium? Not, not at all. In fact, okay. I think I think you should all visit there. Yaku, you might you I'll might need to visit there. Soon. Yeah, you need to visit soon for that that I'll be depositing sore, an arm. Yeah, that sore arm. Yaku, maybe you should see Sage instead. We've got we've also got two doctors in the party. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was I'm gonna sure. go to Philip Donner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Quentin and Philip could definitely hook I you think up. Philip's the most highly trained in traditional medicine but, but quentin's the most confident so uh, quentin yeah. has uh battlefield experience which quentin's got really good uh first aid going on yeah that's uh, great quentin's uh, quentin's response is going to be amputated amputated yeah. you kind of had to right mm -hmm. you only but, um, but it, it's a hangnail <laughs> <laughs> phillips F quentin's going to amputate and phillips just going to say mm, tasty <laughs> like a hot <Yeah>. dog <laughs> <laughs> all right so tell me what y'all want to do mm. Harold wants to rescue some animals well and uh, I was down with that I want to go find Bo where am I want to find Bo <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought I was with you guys well I went to the deputies to the sheriff's office and so I don't think anyone came with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Florence and I were walking. That, that's right. We were walking towards the sheriff's office to turn myself in. Right. And so I'm at the sheriff's office getting my, I was getting my badge and doing a little bit of reconnoitering. Okay. So if you're in the area, I do so, want to come out. I don't know if I, I Yeah, you would, I would... you would find me if you came out. Okay. As I come out, I would hey, see didn't you. did you guys already have this conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Because you told me to... Uh, pretend that it was that he was armed it was self-defense um no no, be no because then i said i'm gonna go turn right. myself in. yeah exactly that was before i went to yeah, the yeah, office yeah, yeah. and found stuff so um according to i want to come out and if i see Bo, i want to flag him down i and, and i suppose you'd be in the street. hey there quentin yep, the muddy filled streets and i, I was like uh uh i, I want to i i want i want your ear for a moment there Bo. Uh, come closer a little right. quiet talk here Ready? Okay. What you? And I speak I, your piece. First, uh, I don't need you. I, I don't need your ears for this one. I need your eyes. And I pull out the piece of paper that had tumbled onto the floor, and I straighten it out, and I show it to him, and I said, "Our illustrious sheriff is not who he seems to be." Oh, 
Looks like he's got the whole town hoodwinked. And he's a wanted man. But that man. begs the question, what, what, what happened to the real sheriff? That's a very good question. And also, I believe uh, that you shouldn't be turning yourself into this man at all. Uh, well, that's a, that's a relief to hear. Uh, you know, obviously, once we find the real sheriff, that would be a different story. But for the time being, yeah, he's not the law, so I'm not going to involve myself with him. Exactly. I think he had himself installed as as the law, but he, he isn't. And uh, hopefully we can uh, run into him in a not too distant future and we'll, we'll see what we can do about the situations. There is all manner of subterfuge going on in this little town. It's a, it's a curious little place, isn't it, my friend? As an outsider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about with the okay. bow. And well, uh, Harold, said, Harold said he wanted to go up to back to the, uh, I don't know what you'd call it a farm, but, you know, where they were keeping those uh, weird animals. Uh, he wanted to rescue the animals. And uh, I think you had something else in mind, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I have, I, have a, I have a few, and I, I guess at this point I would be a little bit uh, curiously nervous and odd and having a flashback or two, so I would say, uh, yes, and uh, yes, there's a, definitely something that I need to uh, harpoon. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I agree with both, uh, both measures, rescuing the animals and uh, taking a, uh, a, a determined approach to, uh, to uh, ending that uh, whole environment there where the uh as florence was saying there's some sort of evil inhabiting the uh the area underneath the house and so yeah I, and so at this point i don't know if i've ever talked to Bo about it because he wasn't there and then i i wanted to uh try to explain what the basement was like uh, as it went down there broke into the three passages to the right was this great humming machine uh, to the far left was a room that had the animals because Bo hasn't been there. Yeah, but, it but was... it's it's almost as if I already know about it. So you okay. can just say that you tell me and I'll go, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. And especially that center portion, which was this abomination. You know, yeah. Was... And yep. as you talk about that, Quentin, make a sanity roll. There oh, we no. Go. What am I down to? <laughs> Ooh, 36. Got it. All right, so you only lose one point as you uh, revisit the past there. And All right. How many points do I, I mean, how much sanity do you have left? I'm at 43. All right. didn't, didn't you start at 70? Started at uh, not that high. I think I was, ooh, it's hard to see the erase marks because there's a lot of them. So I know I lost 12, so there's 60. Yeah, I thought you started with the same sanity as me, 70. Yeah, um, he's he's whittled away a little bit. Yeah, it was uh, might have been 60, because I have 60 circle. That's the only one I have. Okay. Circle. Oh, wait, okay. no, I think I did start at 70. I ha think I had that one circled, but I'm not sure. Anyway, a lot, a lot has gone away. Yeah. All right. All right, and before we go, I want to get... Uh, go to Philip and have him take a look at my arm because I'm it's feeling worse and worse. Hey, how did you know that? That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> there is a direct correlation between how much my arm hurts and how much you're an asshole. So oh well then you're when you, you say might as direct well, correlation you might as well just cut it up now. The other? Is that the <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm gonna go up and now, hey, Philip, my uh, my arm got uh, got damaged, and I was trying to donate blood to save that guy, but uh, sounds like he died anyway. And now my arm is uh, really getting worse and worse. You try to donate blood? Did were you related to the guy? Why would you? You just did that out of the blue. I didn't want Bo to go to jail. He's my friend. Huh. Well, do you know how he died? Yeah, he had a big fucking wound in the middle of his chest. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. You could have contributed, though, if you gave him the wrong blood. You know, uh, I don't know if you heard any of those studies, but uh, (laughs) anyway, (laughs) don't want to have that on your conscience, uh, playing in your character for the rest of the time. Where's your time machine? Yeah, did they know about uh, blood types back then? No! Oh, they, they had known. some clues. There were clues. Back in the 1880s or 90s? Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Terminator Edition. Back from the future, <laughs> Philip Donner talks about blood types. Anyway, so, uh, you know, you could have just tried milk. <laughs> I wasn't thirsty. What the hell am I going to do drinking milk? No, I'm already giving him blood. Legitimately, people back then used to, prior to blood transfusions, uh, try to cow's milk. Just letting everybody know that. That's a in, true in the veins? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did it do anything good? Eh, they got them moving. Anyway, so... Uh, Was that a setup oh. just for that? <laughs> It's not. It's not. I thought of that just now. Anyway, so you're on. I feel so, so violated. Philip's got to die. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I. I. It was. Uh, it was an utterly bad joke. So you're. Um, <laughs> you're. Um, so you. You. You donated, and what did they use? They. They pricked it with. Uh, they used the needle. There? He had this. This metal. He had a. You know a, a needle and. It none of it looked very clean. He put a needle say, in my arm. You clean that needle off? No, I think he licked it, maybe. Uh, well, let me see. Take a look at your arm. And uh, I guess, Keeper, I'll do a, just a medicine check here for you, maybe? Just, sure, you oh. do a medical check. Yocker, you make a, uh, a luck roll. Oh, come on. You have a lot of luck. You'll be fine, I'm sure. So this was a 66. Mine's a 70, so it's a regular success. Hey, Rick. Okay. Uh, let me. Blood, blood I'll types, let you know how bad it is in just a second here. Blood types were first discovered in 1900. What did I need? Oh, you needed like under a 35, right? No, my Lexus 16. Oh, 16. Right. Well, we still wow. haven't fixed that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you did. You did do a blood transfusion in the Wild West. I'm just gonna say. All right. Um. Here, let me just write a little note to Philip and he can decide how he wants to take this. It's going to be a really nice note about how healthy um, and yeah, totally normal. Yeah, your arm's arm looking looks. kind of black. Harold, were you talking? Dark, dark can't black. Hear you. What's, what's dark, that line in your arm? Oh, me? Gangers. So, so, no so Jack, I, I have to tell you, yeah, move your, go ahead and move your arm. And uh, does it hurt when I do this? Uh, <laughs> All right, and over here. Oh. Okay, and and uh, go ahead and try and open your mouth for me. Uh. Mm, interesting. And try swallowing. Should I get on my knees first? 
that's for me to know and you to find out. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what are you for? So, so, do you have a headache? Any fever? You sweating? No, terrible. I don't feel good at all. Okay. So, so I, I think we got a bit of an issue here, Yaka. I think you've got a bit of a. This looks like maybe you've got an abscess here in your arm. Uh, uh, at least the early formation of one. We might need a lancet and uh, uh, extract all of that pus. The other problem is this this could be tetanus, at which point uh, your jaw might begin to cramp and you may find that you're going to end up with these painful just muscles all over your body, trouble swallowing, maybe some periodic jerking and staring from seizures. Uh, you, 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 you're in for some trouble. Well, and, can can uh, I throw this in for the sake of Yocker? And then you end up completely arched and uh, your muscles rip free from your bones. I, 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 all I heard was periodic jerking. So I figured that's all right. That's <laughs> what? that's perfectly normal. So, what's the downside? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can't, you know, once this progresses and your jaw, you know, seizes shut, pretty much all upside for us. Yeah. That's, that's what we've got. We could make some incisions and knock out a couple of teeth and, you know, you can drink and eat through a straw. That'll be cute. But, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I think we're going to need to get you to uh, a large city here in the near future. You've probably got a few days before well, things really accelerate. Uh, Florence is heading to the uh, city to visit her sister, I think. I'm so torn, but it, well, if it, it's it's the right thing to do. I mean, life. Uh, she well, tends so, to get so, a little bit out of sorts if her schedule is disturbed. So if, so, it, if it is just an abscess and you lance it and you drain it and, and you can somehow find a way to kill off all the bad stuff in it, then maybe it's not tetanus and we can wait a day or two and find out, right? Well, the problem is, uh, you know, we can try and do that, but uh, the tetanus itself isn't what's, it's, it's making toxins, poisons in your body that's causing the other effects. And, and that sort of uh, cascade, that those dominoes have already started to knock over. So uh, you're, uh, you're in what business? Yeah, I think I'm going to be my own my own client in a little bit here. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Well, uh, that's fortunate. I can lance it. You want me to lance it? Yeah, let's just wait and see. And if I get it, then uh, I'll be rolling up a new character. Uh, oh, all right, all right. Well, uh, and I'll and I'll open my little medicine bag and I pull out a, a rusty. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, knife, and I go well. Um, a little scalpel, and I say, "Let me, uh, let me give this a good clean for you." And I take some of my banshee's bitch, and I grab your shirt. Rub, rub it on. I un I unscrew one of them, and I is that uh, the same scalpel you cut your lip off with? And I and I and I and I There's give so it a, little, it's got. a little piece of lip on it. Good <laughs> wrenching in the banshee's bitch, and I uh, and I and I close that up and I put it back with the other containers of Banshee bitch probably forgetting which one is which down the road 
Uh, and then she bitch, the finest <laughs> tasting tasting bitch in the land. This episode is brought to you by. Lip, uh, so, hey, so... didn't you put some of your lip in Banshee Bitch? Hmm? Oh, preserved it. Yep, he did. Oh yeah, is that the same yeah. container? Maybe. So I, I it's take good luck a, if you drink like a, it's like the worm. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a small fire at this point, and I'll and I'll heat the end of the blade. Now that I and I'll uh, go. All right, Yaker, uh, we're gonna go ahead here and uh, 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 try and lance this uh, abscess. So we'll we'll tie sort of your arm, and I'll have you sit down. So do you want anything to drink? This is gonna hurt and, like uh, a bitch. And uh, <laughs> it's gonna hurt like a banshee. And uh, Phil, remember the more detail about the lancing, yeah. the better. Hey, so, Phil, before you go in, there was a medical role to diagnose. Can we see how well the slicing does oh, or yeah. doesn't go? Yeah, this can you make it? Great. Go? Yeah, okay, thanks. Here comes the 98. Uh, <laughs> I got an 80. So, um, yeah. so you can still have the narrative, but it's uh, I'll roll for health loss here, and uh, you can you can describe. Oh no, I've got a I've got a great way to handle this. Uh, this yeah. That's so, what I was saying. You you yeah. go at it. I'll tell you how many points of health he loses. Yeah. So I'll go over to your arm, and presumably it's here in sort of your antecubital fossa, maybe up into sort of your arm, and I'll sort of be feeling around. I go, oh, this one feels tender. Oh, we got a we got a big sucker over here. And I go, all right, Yaka. Uh, count of three, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, lance this for you. Tell me you go. All right, here we go. So I'll, <laughs> I'll and so I'll I'll take the scalpel and I'll I'll go down the arm, sort of right over that skin, going through the superficial layers of the skin, down until I feel like I'm hitting what I I think is like a water balloon almost, and as it goes through, there's sort of a mix of pus and blood that kind of jets out, goes across my shoulder in sort of this high pressure ooze squeeze. And um, wait, wait, wait a minute. Didn't at least some of it get in Yaker's mouth? <laughs> we could roll for that. I think a luck roll would be perfect. If it Make Yaker roll his luck roll. You know, if he's like looking down at it when I'm doing it, sort of slack jaw. A little in his eye. Yeah. Um, so that'll happen. But, but as I'm squeezing it, um, I notice... <laughs> There's not as much there as there feels there is. And I go, yeah, I got, I got some bad news here, buddy. Yeah, what's the bad news? I, I, I don't think this was a, a fully formed abscess yet. I, I think we were at sort of an earlier stage, what we call a phlegmon, where it's basically sort of a mix of bacteria and pus there within the tissues that hasn't coalesced into a full abscess. For, for its adequate delivery. So I, I, I think while we've gotten some out, I don't think we got everything. And uh, I may have nicked uh, some of the superficial nerves there in their arms. So your arm might be numb is all I'm saying. You may, you may, you may not feel anything in that arm going forward. And uh, apparently you lost four health points. <laughs> well, this hasn't worked out too good. Wow, Philip's so awesome at doctor. Uh, yeah, I think the only way you can get health back is to like go to a like you know a hospital or something. Red's health emporium. Yeah, red. Red will get you fixed right up. All right, I'm down to seventeen health. You're down. 
That's still double what most Call of Cthulhu investigators start with. Just so more you know. than double what Florence has. All right. Well, after that uh, lovely description, thank you, Philip. Uh, what about pouring some of that banshee bitch in the cut? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention. I would need to uh, clearly uh, uh, drain uh, or wash out the wound bed, although it hasn't fully, you know, uh, coalesced itself. So I'll do some of that, which I'm sure burns. And then I'll take a bit of the fire itself, heat the metal, and go in and just try and carterize any small vessels that are bleeding, leaving you with probably what looks like an inverse Popeye arm. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I got to tell a, a real story at this point. Um, so I, I got this nasty scar on my on my thumb goes all the way down here Mm. and it was a i'll make it a shorter story but um i laid it open uh while we were on the boat um so much so that when i first you know when it first happened i knew that i i cut myself and i reached and grabbed some paper towel and just covered it up because i was sort of panicky and didn't want to look at it i was like oh shit 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 and i looked at it and i saw um tendon Mm. Um, was this when you were away from civilization? Oh yeah, that we, boat? we were we were anchored off of an island, uh, like a day and a half from Nassau, um, in the Bahamas. So, we, and we were totally alone. It was just us in this this little cove. Uh, and I wasn't even with Chica at the time. Um, I had to, she was on shore, so I had to take the the dinghy, go get her, and you know tell her, look, I I messed up. We got a, we got a problem. So that irrigation that Rick was just talking about. Um, I had that happen, um, and oh. I did. I actually did the like bite on something, mm. um, and she held it open. She made an, an irrigation bag um, yeah. with providine, and just squirted it in there. Holy shit! Did that hurt? <laughs> so just him telling that story, I could feel it again. And that was just her finger. That was I just imagine. that was my thumb. Yeah. Uh, how'd right, you so, how'd you close it off? Like with glue or something? Or? Um, she used butterfly um, butterfly strips. Yep, yep exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, really quickly, because this is very similar, you probably can't see it, but the tip of my pinky got cut off back in eighth grade. Man, what? I'm glad you said pinky. I didn't know I'm that. So glad yeah, you said not pinky. not completely. Like it got like. That got flag. cut off when he was like two months. <laughs> and I and I what and I was on my way to a friend's bar mitzvah, so I just taped it back on and went to the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it grow back together? It just yeah, it just grew back together. What? So it just I just I used we didn't tell any parents or wow. anything, and I just used like scotch tape and scotch tape my pinky <laughs> back on. There were going to be so many girls at the bar mitzvah, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't oh. want to miss it. So. Oh my gosh! Hey, look, I cut off the tip of my pinky. Want to see? Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's get back to your flayed open arm, which uh, I, you know, I think Ooh, you should be a... grateful. Philip has done a. a uh, though though a gruesome he's done a very thorough job of attempting to clean it up so yeah. thorough i'll give him oh, what the fuck is that oh. are those nipples on a papaya yeah it's an arm it's an arm you know it's an arm. Oh, those are elbows yeah it's like well it's one before then after you know it's 
I, I really no, don't bring want back to, Daniel Boone. I don't want to see your medical images. I don't like it. You, there's, there's imagination horror and there's real horror. Yeah. Bring back Daniel Boone. Yeah. It's all going to flow into your ear. All right, Philip, make a medical oh, roll to, uh, to see, to see, you know, what the long-term prognosis for your attempt is. Uh, 49, which is a regular success for me. Okay. That may stay some stuff. That'll give him another, you know, three months of our gameplay. <laughs> For us, we're going pretty good. Thank you there, Philip. Yeah, you're welcome. We're going pretty good. All right. We have a phone in this town. A phone? <laughs> a fuck a phone? <laughs> We we made fun of Philip before for saying. Wait, that. when did we're when we're, the whole thing we're, we're, we're the whole thing we're like oh yeah there's a cell tower over there no <laughs> like seriously is there no. like a phone no in, okay not, why not, uh, not in the west I don't know what time period phones were happening Alexander Graham Bell and I mean, all the that first phone was like 1870s 1865. Yeah. Yeah, but um, it wasn't in wasn't in the West. They had right. telegraph. Telegraph, yes. There there would definitely yeah. be telegraph. Oh yeah, you could go telegraph to the neighboring city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'll give you telegraph for sure, Florence. If you want to get an extreme luck roll, I'll even say that there's a damn telephone. It's in the same place that Philip uh shared his banshee at the very like what is that, second episode, maybe? Hmm. I don't know if I want a luck roll for Philip. that after all that ridicule. Philip, I mean, it's not so <laughs> ridiculous. There the... could have been a phone. There could have. They've been I around for like just... 30 years. It's fine. I think uh, you set yourself up for the ridicule pre-episode. So yeah, just but you know, where okay. where okay. would the telephone poles come from and go? To? All right. So so then so it was just as ridiculous as you said it was. That's okay. fine. Yeah, it's um, okay. Make make an extreme roll. We're we're near. We're dead, Deadwood. Who knows? Okay. I did not get it. Okay. So, no, there is no telephone as we suspected. Uh, however, there is a large being living in a, underneath a house. Other large winged beasts flying in from the west. And there's a telegraph. Te- so telegraph, uh, yeah, telegraph lines go along the uh, railroad tracks. Yeah, there so you go. So as long as there's a train, there's... Uh... Okay. Um, we were talking about telegrams or the Pony Express, this is a horse with tetanus. Which oh yeah oh really? Can you go back to the other one? That's that arch thing I was telling you about. Yeah, your back just messed up. Boy, Dick, you are just the worst. All right. His name is his name is Rick. Mm, pretty sure it's thick. Uh, Florence, are you going to send a telegraph? I was thinking about it. I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried about what will happen if I don't show up. But I also feel like there's some pretty serious shit happening here. I don't know what to do. What would your character do? What would your character do? That's what I was saying. She doesn't know what to do. She's just... Florence isn't indecisive. Fuck you. You don't know what Florence is. <laughs> Whoa. 
Yeah, but I do know what's going to happen to Florence, so that's all that matters. <laughs> Florence is getting on the damn train and going to see her sister like she does every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Well, she better hurry up. I'd hate for her to miss the train. Yeah. You've made a decision, so it's pretty much guaranteed you're going to miss the train. Oh, she'll make the train. Oh, no. All right. What are other people up to? Florence, are you riding towards the train or walking or what are you doing? I'm locking, walking. Locking up the bookshop? Yes. What are you taking with you to visit your sister? I uh, just... The whole fucking bookstore. I put it in the backpack and carry it with me. No, I'm not taking anything special. Just my my bag. Don't forget that gold I gave you. And what's what's in your bag, Florence? It seems like he's looking for something specific. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just (laughs) curious because the last time I didn't ask this, somebody walked in with a shotgun and like banged my npc over the head so i mean I, you know i carry a more careful you know i carry that small gun i don't yeah. remember what it's called see this is good information uh, i a derringer mm-hmm. yeah derringer derringer no no no, no. you had it the first first time. one <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know my guns um, I, derringer. I, all, I always have a few books with me um which titles Oh my god. Everybody poops. Did I write this down in the first episode? What was in my bag? <laughs> Wasn't weren't you gonna ask her to see if she could translate something or evaluate I something? I wasn't. Oh, was she evaluating um, jewelry? Is that what Chris is talking about? There was something yeah, you had no, to do no, when I, you went I, to I, see I, your sister. She's just not really in the shape to do much. I mean, I know Chris wanted, said, oh, couldn't she make, uh, you know, set my stone? Oh, we did that. But we didn't really address that because I wasn't going to bring her. Yeah. No, we ended up doing doing that ourselves. I made a a couple of Yeah, I I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there was something. Okay, you're right, though. There was something we were going to ask her. Have her look at the jewelry from the... Oh, wasn't it simply if she had ever used uh, Lomava as a substitute for Mercury? If that might have contributed to her her state of mind. Mm. Yeah, and there was something about evaluating the stolen jewelry, too. Yeah. Yeah, there was something about the stolen jewelry, but I don't remember. Yeah. So you got some stolen jewelry in your bag? I guess I could. I might. Did somebody give me the stolen jewelry? (laughs) Okay. I have the stolen jewelry in my bag. Okay. And then just like my uh, bag of uh, magic uh, uh, little gold nuggets, too. I you gave me money. Are they magic gold? Oh no, I gave you. Uh, uh, I kept the one gold nugget on the chain. All yeah. the other gold nuggets I gave to you to give to the widow of the guy I killed. 
And Sherry oh, I gets, didn't write she, down that they were the special gold nuggets. Sorry. Oh yeah, they're the they're the glowing gold nuggets. But you already oh. gave those to the widow, didn't you? No. Uh, no, she never got, didn't get around to it. Yet. I haven't seen her. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I should probably write down what I have in my bag because I obviously didn't know. Uh, in the meantime, Harold is going to um, bring some supplies to uh, attempt to rig something to be able to remotely open the traps once we get the, or the cages once we get them outside. Okay. I, I'm imagining a long handled, you know, like uh, like you get the laundry reacher like a, thing. Like with, a Wile yeah. Coyote thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Nice. No, I, I was picturing um, okay. some pulleys and rope and some wire um, to sort of rig up some oh, sort of vastly more complicated. Yep. All right. Do your do your mechanical repair rule. Okay. How about if one of my books is Moby Dick? Because I'm confused about what's happening to Quentin. Oh, look at that. She's just trying to understand you better, Quentin. It happens. I'll read it on the train. That's an extreme success, Michael. <laughs> wow. Yep. You know, you really burned that extreme success on like the most, you know, banal well, role. So in the you whole say game. that now, but had I failed that role, I would have opened all the cages at once. The cages would have turned toward Harold, and all of the creatures would have ran toward him. So I'm okay with with that being a, an extreme success. How many of the creatures? All of them. Yeah. All of yeah. the creatures would have run directly at Harold. Okay. With that so fox Flor- in the lead. Yes, Florence. So I. Um, oh, that's right. You're. Oh, you mean this is the contraption you're taking to. Uh, Gerald's house. Yes, exactly. Oh, sorry. I I thought you were using it to uh, release the cat. Oh the... no 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 no. This is to okay. this is I'm gathering gear to prepare uh, a contraption that once we once I bring those cages out of the the basement. Oh, okay. To open them safely. Okay, and I'll say that you're able to do it rather quickly too. That's more what the extreme success means. Okay. But, yeah. You're still holding out hope that they're all going to run at me, are you? Well, I. <laughs> it obviously is going to function. I mean, Harold made it, but you also don't lose like two or three days putting it together. Okay. I'm getting all right. By a so, Florence, you have a Derringer, stolen jewelry, and Moby Dick, and Bo's glowing gold. Sounds all right, like a Saturday night. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And a few scones. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have road food. Yeah. All right. So you head to the train, Florence. Money. Well, what the hell more do you need than glowing gold? All right, money. Well, I'm not going to pay for my train ride with Bo's glowing gold. Yeah, okay. That's for Jason's widow. Yeah. All right. So those two are occupied for a little bit. Harold's tinkering. Uh, and Florence is headed to the train. What are you? Oh, Yocker, you're you're probably not feeling so hot, oh, are you? I don't feel so good. <laughs> My arm hurts. And I'm drunk on Banshee, bitch. <laughs> All right. So that's true for you. You're you're feeling 
you're feeling some pain and no pain. So Quentin and Philip, what are you two up to? Quentin mm. and Bo. And Bo. Mm. Right. I'm sorry, Bo. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're we're, uh, we're going to be heading to the house, and I think we got our provisions to do so. Oh, um, y'all are headed. Y'all are headed north. Uh, well, no, we were headed to find uh, Harold first. Oh, okay. All right, so we'll just call it half a day then, unless anybody has anything important they want to do in the interim. Not at all. Really quickly, so Florence, will you come back like just the next morning, or what's your timing? Do you come in back my head? Day? It usually took me like an hour to get there, and then I just visited for about an hour and turned around and came back. So what but, I'm wondering is, do we? Is it? But does the timing not work to prep today so that we don't split the party and then we all go out? tomorrow when florence is back harold would not wait until tomorrow he wanted to leave overnight yesterday um yeah uh so you mean when, harold, when harold you're back go by himself when you're back starting to arch scott yeah, no kidding i wish you well, would go to the bigger city get yourself some uh additional medical attention yeah why don't i because i'm not going to go out with the animals. So Florence, I'd probably want to go with you and get to a hospital. They do have one. It's actually right beside the Yeah. So facility. I'd probably go with you. Yep. To see if I can, if I, if there's anything else I could do, especially about the, the tetanus. Sure. I think that's a fine idea. Yep. The okay. best way to so, fight tetanus is rabies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Balance each other out. That's some good thinking right there. That's pretty good. My daddy taught me that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the rabies gets in there and just eats up the tetanus. You'll be all right. Oh, yeah. A little thirsty for a little bit, but you'll be all right. <laughs> God. Um, oh. So I'll go, I'll go pack a couple things up in a little satchel and, and head on over to the train station with you. You don't want to see red? It'd be so yeah, much fun. Yeah. Now now that you know there's such a thing as sterilizing with alcohol, I don't think you ever want to see. I will again. never go to red again. Red has the, the most beautiful cleaver that's been handed down for like five generations. And you can tell it's good luck from all the crusted blood. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll it'll take your arm off in, in oh, just three or four whacks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking right. of characters that I love, um, I, 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 can I tell you how sad I am that Lloyd's gone? Oh yeah, Lloyd, man. <laughs> yeah, he was such a great character. We were best friends. I'm, I'm a Miss Lloyd. Yeah, we were all best friends <laughs> with Lloyd. Actually, the vision I have of Lloyd is uh, from there was that Seinfeld episode where I think he was Lloyd George or something like that, or George something like that. And he was a friend of George Costanza's when he was younger, but then was back. And that was the one where, where he got him all the chewing gum. He got, you want this chewing gum? And he was a little crazy and he had the exact same type of hair like you know, Michael's describing that was kind of swooshed up and everything like that. He was kind of thinner. And it's just this, this whole vision of him is like perfectly like that. I liked him too. <laughs> Done in by cats. I didn't, I, I didn't, picture... I didn't plagiarize Seinfeld. I've never seen an episode. True story. Uh, I picture him really? as a crazier version of the general store guy from uh, Little House on the Prairie. 
Never seen that oh, either. Wow. So oh, I'm yeah. Clear. I hated that show, so I, I don't Yeah, remember. I'm totally clear. I never understood why anybody would watch anything that was called Little House on the Prairie. Oh, God. We watched all that shit. Walton's Little House on the Prairie. Was all it, right. Uh, let's get back to killing Yocker, though. Okay. No. No. Let's go back to Little House on the Prairie. That's <laughs> <No>. nicer. <laughs> all right. So my Yo- new character's name is going to be Nell. Okay, so Yocker oh. and Florence are headed south now. <laughs> it's going to take you a few hours to get down to the train track. Sounds like oh. a perfect opportunity to go get a bowl of cereal. Okay, so in uh, the rest of us... Then we'll... the train's not at nine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll okay. I don't know how far any part thing is in this town. Yeah, no, no, I but we talked about this part. last episode, yeah. Um, no, remember because uh, y'all went down to the mine. It's a little closer than, I mean, the, the rail station's actually a little further than the mine because it's off to the west. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. I, I met Quentin getting off the train. You make this trip every week then. I Yeah, you'd think I would know how far it is. I do make this trip every week. All right. And, you know, in, in relation to the map, it's like 10 house lengths away. So it's <laughs> it's tough to... <laughs> Stuff to get that that two hour thing in there. <laughs> you got you got niche there, Michael. What's going on? <laughs> Michael's like, I wasn't aware that there was going to be any testing. For this <laughs> I thought that I could just make stuff up as I went. I don't even see the train station on the map because uh, uh, all I see is the pig farm. That's like the lowest. Are uh, you looking at the um? You looking at the town map or the area map? Uh, the area map. Yeah, if you go to the the it's... train stations to the west. Yep, I see, it's uh, just southwest of Intuition Rock. Southwest. Uh, yeah, I see the pig farm there. Is that okay. the train station? There's a there's a little thing with fences around it. I'll send yeah. you a screenshot. Yeah, that's the pig farm, right? No, no the pig no. farm's north of town, isn't it? I think no, I the pig it. farm's south of the tracks. The the oh, station's really? north of the tracks. Oh, there. okay. I I thought because it had a fence that that was the pig farm. I see. Right. That's the station. Because that's a holding pin. So if you get off the train, your horses get off the train, anything like that, there's a little holding. Oh, area. okay. Yeah. Or if you're, if they're unloading livestock or yep. something. Yep. You got Children. it. I get it. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Mine workers. <laughs> All right. What are y'all up to? Well, Quentin and I are finding Harold, and then we're going to find uh, Phil and uh, mm-hmm. mount an expedition to. Uh, Gerald's. Yeah, I think we're okay. we're heading to. Yeah, I'm on board with that. We're hitting the road. Okay. All right. So uh, they're headed south. So they'll get to the train station. Or how are y'all headed north to Gerald's? Uh, horseback. horseback. I was say, do we have horses? I, I do. don't know I, if all of us have horses. Uh, Phil and I have horses. <clears throat> well, we uh, heard about your well, lame. Yeah, I don't think Phil's horse is doing too well. <laughs> I don't think anybody's riding Phil's horse. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I forgot. Well, uh, you can rent horses by the day. No, no, yeah, I didn't. Was it Yocker? Who who got the extra horse? Somebody got an extra horse. Uh, when they brought Yoc- me back. Yocker does have a horse. Yeah. Did we, use, like, did we use a horse and cart when we went out the first time? No, I can't remember. Uh, no, we just we had my horse, but um, uh, it was just packing, uh, so gotcha. we were walking next to it. Hmm. Is there a well, deputy horse? No, there's a uh, there's a stable where you can uh, rent horses. I would think a deputy be able to rent a horse real good luck. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Yaka rents a horse every Saturday, so uh, I mean, I think we can easily find a couple. Well, you know, yeah, you know, the police, you know, take a car, and I have to, I have to take the car, this car, and then you, you know. Oh yeah, flash your badge. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, Sorry, I have to, I have to take this horse. Yeah. Did you just make a tea? Is that joke? a, yeah, <laughs> is that a scone you're eating? I'll have to confiscate that as well. Uh, All right, um, uh, make I, a. I, what's up? Oh, go ahead. I, I, in addition to that, I know we need a horse, but we also need to make sure that we have enough supplies for our trip up. I just need to make sure that we bring enough food staples. And if we need to go to Lloyd's, I, I you know, we're very close. So oh, who's, uh, who's running Lloyd's now? Who's keeping, did Lloyd have any can no, or is that? Uh, People are going to be looting that shit. Yeah, there's going to be nothing left. Okay, yeah. actually, I know where to get a horse. We gotta we lock it up before we go. So, we gotta, like bar it up. Sheriff Henry has a horse, right? Yeah, but it, uh, it's not there. Oh, he uh, done absconded. Uh, hmm. Has he been around recently? Since the this morning with the whole Harold incident? Well, he saw you. That's where y'all saw him. Yeah, well, you you went. But has he been around you know, since then? I mean. Since he deputized you? It's only yeah. been a couple minutes, hasn't it? He hasn't been around. He's got no responsibility anymore. He just handed it off to you. <laughs> he found oh, something. yeah. Didn't he, didn't he say that it was like having a target on your back? Yep. He found some patsy to take over for him, and he's out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, this is interesting. Huh. He's not what around. Do, what do our investigators do next? As they ponder the possibilities. I was going to say, start thinking he's not around. So I go into, I guess, go back into the office and look for some uh, more good. I did, I did get a rifle, a nice good rifle there. Uh, make sure the place is locked up good. I say, Bo, I say, Bo, would you come to yeah. the? How sheriff's do you, office? how do you make sure that it's locked up good? Eh, I don't know. I have to see if I can find a key. <laughs> if it does lock, I don't know. Did these places have locks on the doors? Yeah, I mean, I would think that they could yeah, with, potentially. Uh, yeah, if you've got a prisoner in the cell, you don't want his buddies coming in yeah. and trying to break him loose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do a do a little search roll to or, uh, spot hidden to see if you find a set of keys. I asked Bo. I asked Bo, would you accompany me on a little mission into the sheriff's office? Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to help me with my spot hidden or? Uh, uh I got a forty-five. What do you got? I got a fifty-six. Let's help you. Uh, okay, let me re-roll that. I got a 56. Just made it. All right, so what you find is a nail on the wall that seems like the perfect place to hang a ring of key. Oh, that's some bitch, and it's not there? Ain't uh -huh. there. Um, <laughs> that uh, fake sheriff is up to no good, Quentin. I don't like it. Uh, let's make a little trip over to the general store and do a little um, uh, a little ad hoc lock on this door. Uh, I'm going to, what the hell, I'm going to grab a pistol to go along oh. with my shotgun. Help yourself, my friend. Help yourself. Yeah, You're deputized. By the way, I hand him a badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I put the, I put the badge you, on. Do you want us to leave a bowl by the door full of badges? <laughs> that's that's hilarious. The two strangers that come to town and then they're the law suddenly. <laughs> 
I do uh, deputize you in the name of uh, Bloodstony Lodge yeah. type things. Take care name, of the town. Yep, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Deputy. Amen. <laughs> hey, did y'all see the note on the priest that used $125,000 in parishioner money to buy uh, drugs for his sex parties? Wow. Oh. It's in oh. Italy. Great article. Sounds like anyway. an old-fashioned Pope, a Medici Pope. Yeah, it it like it. I couldn't have put it in an episode and made it sound better than the. Now, true when you story. say note on him, they killed him and left a note on him. No, 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 no. Like uh, the the article. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So you're deputized now, Bo. Yep. And uh, I said, I believe we have free reign over this. Uh, I, I mean, I'm 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 there too. Can I? Do I? Oh, we didn't know you were there. Oh, you're uh, so fucking creepy, Philip. <laughs> yeah, I, we said we were going up. I wanted to go to Lloyd. Okay. Hey, I see you got your face. You got your face pressed against the window. <laughs> you're sort of fogging up the glass. And I poke my head out and go, Phil, Phil, come on in. We're giving away uh, t- Phil, giving away Phil 10 stars in here. Come and get yourself one. I was like, hey, hey guys. <laughs> Prisoners look tasty. <laughs> now, with this uh, star comes a great responsibility. Ooh, fancy. I thought you were going to say, with this star comes absolutely no responsibility. <laughs> That's what I meant. I was, I was, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, well, thanks there, uh, Bo, Quentin. Uh, so I think we should uh, uh, partake in some of these uh, fine supplies. That's what uh, Lloyd would want. And uh, then we uh, buckle all this up. Yeah, then we just board it up. Board it. I'll grab as much ammunition as I can, and I'll uh, put it in my saddlebags. Make a spot hidden, Bo, as you go to steal the ammunition. (laughs) Hey, I'm the I'm the fucking deputy. I ain't stealing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a rightful deputy stealing from a fake sheriff. Yeah, as you go Uh, to pack up ammunition. Okay. A spot hidden, you say? Yeah. Oh, two. There you go. Oh, two. Uh, you notice that there is significantly less ammunition here than there should be. Fuck. Almost like the amount of ammunition there is to make you think that there's ammunition for you to steal, but there's really not that much. Mm. No. Uh, uh, is it the same amount, Quentin? Is this the same amount of ammunition you saw when you uh, came in here? That's what I tried to recollect earlier when I first looked through it before I found the note um, and grabbed the rifle. Um, does it seem? Do seem things seem different at all? Uh, no, nothing different than when Quentin was there. Okay, I then just I forgot. S- I, say, I uh, forgot to make Quentin make the spot hidden roll. Oh, okay. So you're making it. Yeah. So I say, oh. you know, Quentin, for the amount of. Uh, weaponry they got in this year cabinet there ain't nearly enough ammunition mm. and i I, they, I don't think there would be an understocked uh, sheriff's office when uh when uh, squeaks has got uh, all the ammunition you could want uh, just a short walk away and it's true i believe we have a sheriff who has, has absconded this material and is uh, off yeah but what does he need with all that weaponry good, i good. i wouldn't be surprised if he's part of some sort of uh, uh you know gang we Could better be. keep our keep our eyes peeled uh more than peeled. look for look for dust on the horizon who are those guys following us 
<laughs> Absolutely. I agree, Bo. There's uh, something very curious going on in here, and uh, I'm not sure uh, what side they're playing on this sheriff. And we know he's a wanted man, and he's not who he's supposed to be. All right, so um, now to Lloyd's for so that Philip can get some uh, <clears throat> some food supplies, and yeah. we can um, board up Lloyd's and check and see if there's a cat in a trap. Cat in the trap. trap. <laughs> what was your trap contraption? It, it was a. Um, oh it, God! <laughs> oh Jesus, that's terrifying. Uh, it was sort of like the um, you know those um, wire mesh live traps. Okay. All right. But sort of right, cross between uh, that and like uh, you know the fishing ones that are like two cones. And and sort of you cross put between those you two put things. catnip in a can of beans in the center. No, no. we put uh, did we put a piece tongue. of Lloyd in there. You put a tongue. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So um, yeah. All right, I'll let's go. Why don't y'all go visit Lloyd's? Then we'll take a break and okay. uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess we see Harold there. You'd mentioned wanting to like lock up Lloyd's. Mm -hmm. yep. So we'll, yeah, we'll all collect there. Okay. So is there a even, cat even if we have to board the place up? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking is we'll just board it up if we can't lock it. Yeah. It's going to take you a while though. Are you going to be okay with that, Harold? I don't know how long it would take. We were just throwing some boards over the doors, right? Yeah, I guess that's true. The yeah. store must have a way to lock it. He wouldn't leave it unlocked. Uh, but probably from the inside, unless there's a key sitting around. Well, maybe we can lock it from the inside and climb out a window. But then somebody hey. could climb in that window to well, steal stuff. You think he never left the place? Maybe. Well, he lives upstairs, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Anywho. Yep. So right. however we can do it. Okay. So you get over to Lloyd's, and uh, who wants to make the luck roll for how bad Me, it's looted? I've got 70 luck. 70 luck. Wait, here comes lock? 75. I, I, I do. <laughs> yes, here, I have 70 here come, luck. Here comes a 98. 70 luck. Got a 63. Okay. All right. So uh, it's, you know, it's it's been looted a little bit more, but uh, who was that that shot people? <laughs> Phil shot someone yeah. in the foot. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phillip's shooting out front, scared a lot of the people off. And Good job. Uh, yeah, man. good job, Philip. Yeah, th so there's there's not too much that's happened, so uh, you can probably stock up on a few things that you need. Okay, while Phil is stocking up, uh, I'll try to see if I can uh, figure out whether the front and back doors are lockable and uh, hammer, you know, even just a single board across the the bottom sash of the window to keep someone well, from. Well, uh, is Harold, you were going to check the cat traps, though, right? Yeah, I'm just going to walk. I'm just going to take a look and see if there's uh, there's a cat in the trap. So we'll multitask, right. try to get uh, this all. Roll your roll your mechanical repair to see what you got in there. Holy shit! That's an even more extreme success. That's a nine. Ooh, he's on fire today. Wait, wait till it, wait, so wait till it's, cash. wait till it's life threatening. Right, it's yeah, going to be a 98. Yeah. Until All you right. get a spot hidden roll. Uh, you can take the narrative. You tell me what you find in there. Uh, so I think at this point, I, I don't want to find a cat in there. Um, uh, so I would see that there's a cat interested. Um, uh, but as soon as we come in, the cat sort of scurries back. So I can kind of tell as soon as it gets a little while, it's going to go in. Cause I don't want a cat sitting in there for, you know, half the day while I'm, out rescuing other animals. I don't want another animal to rescue. 
All right. Just remember that the next time you go to check the trap, that extreme success will hold the hold the trap for what you want it to do. Okay, sweet. Okay. So that if I, you know, am off and tell you to roll again, you can be like, no asshole. I, uh, I got that nine. Uh, yeah. The, what are the chances of me actually remembering that? But we'll see. I'm writing it down. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> uh-huh. She's going to kill you before you actually get to try and look <laughs> at the probably trap. True, probably true. Uh, she's on a All right. This is a good place to break. Y'all okay. lock up. Uh, y'all lock up Lloyd's. Uh, Florence Are we on and, the train at this point. Florence and Yaka, I was going to say, you hear the whistle in the background right as you arrive. Uh, you know, the train's probably a quarter to half a mile away. You hear the whistle blowing. You hang your head and cry. Nice. Not well quite played, your key, though. is it, Bo? Oh, my key. My range <laughs> is like that. <laughs> uh, Florence, I just want you to note that Yocker's sweating a lot. He's very pale. And uh, oh, well, oh. I hope you make it, Yocker. And Yocker, your arm's just throbbing something fierce. Oh, boy. I'll All see right. you on the other side of break. All righty. All right. All right. Take a break. We'll be back in oh. five. All right, now we're really back in break. Michael, get started. All right, so the uh, the trains rolled into the station, and Florence and Yocker, uh, you've boarded the train. As uh, yeah, that about the time that uh, Harold and Bo and Quentin and Philip are getting uh, just just south of Gerald's house, it's in view. And uh, I'm not quite sure how they got there. They were arguing about Philip's horse. So maybe they, they went to rent a horse or Quentin, did you sequester a horse? Sure, why not? That's what All a deputy right. would do. Okay. And so uh, Florence, you're helping Yocker onto the train and make oh, us... For- just want to say, of course, we're 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 getting these horses for, um, and we're going to be searching for that poor lost child that was taken away by the bat creatures. Okay. And um, as you as you get onto the train, Florence, make a make an intelligence roll. I made it, but just barely, which is kind of ridiculous considering my intelligence is 90. Yeah. All right. So that means you almost like blew up the train with you and Yocker on it. Almost. Okay. Uh, it's crowded. It's it's unusually crowded for a Thursday, but Yocker yeah. in yeah. his uh, ill health is consuming most of your attention. So you don't really pay attention to why. All right. Uh, so, uh, what do y'all do while you're getting on the train? Yaker, you're Try looking to pretty up. rough. I'm glad you decided to make this trip. I'm sure they can patch you up at the hospital. I'm really hoping so. I hope that I don't have to take my arm off. Let's see if we can get you an aisle seat so you can breathe a little bit. Yeah, and maybe a nice little bag to throw up into if those have been invented yet. Bags or barf bags in specific? 
barf bags specifically. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what you're. Are there any seats towards the front of the carriage, Carol? Uh, what do you train car? I don't know. Whatever the word for that is. I think uh, it's called choo choo. No. Sure, I'm not even going to make you roll on that. If you want to okay. seat at the front of the train, you got to seat at the front of the train. Okay. All right. All right. So, and as soon as the train gets going, I'm just curling up and I'm falling asleep. Okay. And I'd just like to ask since I take the same train every Thursday, do I recognize any of the people on the train? Uh, I mean, there's not, it's not really a commuter rail, so you're going to be one of the few people, but, uh, do you mean like, do you recognize somebody from town? No, I just, I actually meant like, if there was anyone else that I, that I saw every week, even if they were just familiar to me because of that, or I guess anyone from town, I'm thinking if I recognize anyone, I might ask them why the train is so full. Yeah. Make a spot hidden roll. Okay. Uh, that is a success of some sort. That All is right. a that is actually an extreme success that I wasted on <laughs> recognizing a person in a train. Of course it is. All right, so we yeah. got to give you something good then. We'll give you this. Uh, about a week ago, you had uh, a rough-looking character come into the bookstore, and he was asking for uh not quite awkwardly but not with the best manners either if you might have had any of them books with the naked ladies in them and oh great so glad to see him again <laughs> and uh but he was a so let's go a, ask him what's going on with the train hang on uh, he was a he was a really rough looking character. Made you feel quite uncomfortable uh, while he was in the bookstore, and uh, but you were your usual self, trying to uh, you know maybe persuade him to look into another book or something. And in that time, you asked him where he was from, and and he told you that he worked at the mine as a handler, and uh, just kind of stands out all of a sudden as you uh with this extreme success uh you see him sitting among a bunch of you realize it's a lot of women and there's a few children in there too okay well i'd like to go over and talk to him just say excuse me sir I don't know if you remember me, but you were in my shop a few weeks back in Bloodstone. I sell you books want. and well, I'm sorry to bother you. I just Well, you I are. Take, well, you know, I take this train every week and it's usually pretty empty. I didn't ask for your damn life story. What do you want? Why are there so many people on the train today, sir? Hell if I know, maybe they wanted to ride a goddamn train. He seems nice. Well, um, turn to the woman beside him and say, are you with this man? And he, he, uh, he snaps at you and says, uh, you just shut the fuck up and go mind your own goddamn business. Go get in your goddamn seat. 
Am I you, hearing any of this? Are you? Uh, yeah, he said he said there was more than one woman and a bunch of children, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yocker, you you'd need an extreme listen because you went to sleep. I mean, depending on how long it was, I put my head down. I don't know if I'd fall asleep. Yeah, but, but you ain't feeling so no. hot, buddy. You can make a listen roll. See if you hear, but make a listen roll. Mm, no. Yeah. You sure? What the hell are you chewing on, Rick? I got a seven. I, I thought it was a carrot at first. It is. It looks like a horseshoe shaped okay? carrot. All oh. right. Let's roll with it, Florence. Okay. Great. So, um, so I'm sorry if that was unclear, but I was actually not talking to you anymore. Ma'am, are you with this man? And I told you to shut the fuck up and go find your own goddamn seat. I am here to escort this lady. And if you keep bothering her, I'm going to put a bullet right between your damn eyes. And by the looks of you, it ain't going to let you walk too far. Right here in the middle of a crowded train, you're threatening me. I sure the fuck am. Is anyone else around paying any attention to this exchange? Uh, make a psychology roll. Okay. And as this exchange is going on, you feel the train start to move. I missed my psychology roll. All right. Uh, you're kind of like so taken aback by how direct he's being and how confrontational he is. Uh, you suddenly, you personally feel like mm, you might not be safe in continuing this line of conversation. Well, uh, in that case, uh, before I retreat, can I just look at this group of women and children? This might be another psychology role, but it's not a push because it's a different question. Do they look? Or I, uh, okay. Um, not about my safety, about their, do they look? That was, the, that, that was the failure was that you weren't able to assess their condition. You, oh, I thought you, you were in, saying I felt unsafe and needed to. I didn't even. OK, no, no. I'm saying that because you failed the role, right, instead of being able to assess their condition, which is what I felt like the role was for, you're only oh. able to focus on your your own personal security because of how you're feeling right now. Oh, OK, I, I thought you got an extreme success. And I thought wow, I got an extreme success on. She I got, got an, an extreme success on recognizing someone. Oh, okay. I just happened to recognize someone who's an asshole. Oh. But when I asked about people around me noticing, I meant like, I don't know, would anybody in the West care that a man was threatening a woman in the middle of a crowded train? Seems like they probably would. You would think so, but that's not happening at the moment. Okay. So that role was both for the other people and for the women and children that he, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because those are the other people around you. There's a few other dudes. You don't recognize them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like that's part of the failure of that role, right? Is like. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess. I'm just going to turn around and leave because what else could I really say to that man? <laughs> okay. Um, and sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, well, do you want, uh, yeah, I was going to. You can wake Yocker and I'll shoot well, him. Well, that's, that's the thing. Well, 
I was waiting to see if anything else was happening as I was leaving before I go back and try to wake Yocker. Hopefully you won't shoot him, but. <laughs> Yocker's got one foot in the grave. He doesn't care. I know. Come on, come on, Emily, say it. I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> uh, no, that was last week. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what do you do? So I'm going to return to my seat. Okay. And I will nudge Yocker softly <laughs> in the non-injured arm. Yeah, careful, my arm. And, and you, you, too good, you wait, hang on, Yaka. I'll let you moan and groan in a second. As you walk away, you do hear him kind of muttering, not so under his breath. God damn, nosy motherfucking people. Don't worry, where you're going, ain't nobody gonna bother you like that. Wonderful. He's not saying that to you, he's saying it to someone around him. No, I understand that. Yeah, um, okay. So when you said he worked at the mine, did I know that? Did he tell me when he came into the store? You were able to deduce it uh, okay. through some, that's part of your extreme success is that you were able to figure out his backstory a little bit through, uh, he, he, he didn't strike you as the brightest chap in the world. And uh, uh, you're probably, you know, were able to assess from that story that he's some sort of hired muscle. He's not a miner. Uh, okay. I should have made that clear from your success too. Uh, some sort of hired muscle by the mine. Yeah, you said he was a handler. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Yak, are you awake? Sorry. Mm, I'm awake. I know you're not I'm feeling well. I. Do you see? Can I mean? I assume we're in the same car, and like, if I point to the back of his head or something. Yaker being on the well you walked backwards so you would have to turn backwards. and point oh shit. you walked you walked to the front of the coach and you saw him as you walked to the front of the coach so oh no but we sat in the front of the coach right that's what i'm saying so if you you saw that so you walked okay past it doesn't him. actually matter i won't point it, yeah. it's not a big deal no no i'm just i'm just letting you know that if you yeah that's why i'm giving you the option if you point to him you're going to be pointing to his face not the back of I his don't, head yeah yeah i don't think i'm gonna do that okay um yaker i just need to tell you that i spoke to a man on the train because i recognized him he was in my shop a few weeks ago i just wanted to know what was going on because it's so full today and it's a little strange and this seems to be a trend in my life he threatened me <laughs> He said he was going to shoot me out of the blue. There were a bunch of women and children with him. They did not have the opportunity to speak to me because he would not let them speak. And I know he's associated with the mine and this may be a crazy leap, but what if these are some of our missing women and children? Mm -hmm. I wish I felt better. I could go back and talk to him. I think I thought you could say I wish I felt better, so I'd give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yaker always cares. I know yeah. you need to go straight to the hospital when you arrive, but I think I might. I wonder if there's any way we could follow them safely. Try to follow them. You read my mind when they get off the train. But I, I can't leave you to follow them, and I'll, I'll have to go with you because that's dangerous. I mean, I'll, I'll be careful. Oh no, but stuff happens. 
Next thing you know, you've rolled a 92 and you're in trouble. Well, we'll see how you feel when you get there, but I have a feeling you should head straight for the hospital. You seem to be getting worse pretty quickly. Yeah, it's almost like there's this this power above us <laughs> just hoping against hope that just the world will end you before right. Yocker. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to be fine, but you just need to you need to rest and you need to get to that hospital as soon as possible and I may try to follow this man. Well, let's see how I feel and I'm going back to sleep. So I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm going to say, don't go back and talk to him, please, because I don't want him to do nothing to you. Okay. Was that? <laughs> Was yeah. that a snore? Freaking weird. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we'll we'll pause there on your train ride and we'll go to... Uh. Harold, Bo, Quentin, and the chipmunk. Chipmunk? Yeah. All right. So y'all are y'all are riding up towards Gerald's place. Mm -hmm. And who, who's the keen-eyed member of the group? Well, we know well, it's not Harold. I've, I've got a pretty good spot. Spot hidden? Or... Yeah, I, you don't need to roll. I just want to know who's keen-eyed. Uh, I'm pretty keen-eyed. Um, I'm fairly keen-eyed. I've been out in the wilderness. Oh, okay. We're, yeah, we're both wilderness dudes. Yep. There you go. So Philip and Bo, as y'all are riding up, you notice uh, <gasps> you notice horses tied up to the front of Gerald's house, mm. and you look over to Quentin and Harold and say, uh, there are horses <laughs> here before? Did y'all leave horses behind? And I was like, hmm, do any of them look like the sheriff's horse? You wouldn't I don't know, know what, what the, the sheriff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you asking me for some reason? Yeah, you wouldn't know what the sheriff's horse looks like. I mean, but is there a horse with like a with like a hat and a and a, and a, a star and like a badge? Oh no, it has a red light on top of its head. <laughs> right. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how many horses? Uh, there's uh two. Okay, okay. it's just two, so. If we come at this smart, we uh, will probably get the jump on them. Uh, so I say, boys, uh, look, it's relatively about 50 yards from the house. Tie our, tie our horses to the fence outside. Um, and then we split up to the windows. Now, you've, uh, you all who have been here before, uh, is there uh, a side of the house that, uh, that don't have windows? That's what I'm trying to remember the layout of the yeah, house. I do not remember that. Yeah, the, the, the house has windows to the front, front facing, so the direction y'all are coming from, and mm -hmm. back facing. It didn't have any side to windows. Side. Okay, That's well, let's just swing wide, mm -hmm. and we'll come at it from one of the sides. Yeah, coming from, from back, we want to come out from the side, split up, and then uh, peek in, we need to peek in the windows. From the uh, yeah, the only reason I've seen it, or Phil's seen it, I've seen it too, was because we have eagle eyes. So. That's right, eagle eye, eagle eye bow, is what we call yeah. So okay, if those uh, eagle eyes have kept Philip Donner out of all types of trouble. And, uh, mm -hmm. we call oh, him, uh, yeah. I, I would make the argument that uh, Quentin, uh, since you know this sheriff fella, uh, that you approach uh, once we're there, you approach from the front, and uh, maybe uh, with somebody, and uh, the other two of us can come from the back. And if there's trouble, then uh, we uh, bust in and uh, give him what for. <laughs> uh, Quentin, make a sneak roll. 
Stealth, I mean. Sorry, stealth. I thought my stealth was pretty good. Oh, yeah, my stealth is fantastic. Oh, good. A spy and all. I need 70, and I got a... I got a... Um, oh, 93. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Now, what, what do you... Where are you sneaking? I guess we're just being quiet, moving towards the house quietly. Uh, from uh, no, okay. No, I was still on my horse. Uh, I'm going to swing wide on the horse uh, and then come in at it from the side where they couldn't see me unless they were outside. Mm -hmm. You know, does that make sense? That's what I'm doing. That makes great sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Apparently, Quentin. Well, I stayed. I stayed out of sight of them until I came. Yeah, and then I, I come right up I, on the side. I, I, arguably, I'd be there with you, Bo. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll go around the other side. So it's not bad if they see you, Quentin, because, you know, he knows that he deputized you. If it's him, even. Hmm? Yeah, I was going to say, so I don't know. So uh, I'll move towards the front of the house on foot. And if there's a tree nearby... Uh, Go by the tree and take a better look, and uh, and I'll call out. What the hell? It's Quentin way. I say, I say, anyone in there? I see some horses outside. There should be two of you. I said, it's uh, it's Quentin Barry. I'm just looking into a situation that's occurred here. Deputy Quentin Barry. Oh, thank you, Deputy Quentin Barry. I'm sure that's gonna help. And uh, he's a bullhorn. And... A deputy Quentin Barry, come out with your hands behind your And you hear an awfully familiar voice from inside the house that says, Deputy Barry, why don't you leave your firearms outside and approach the front door? I said, is that you, uh, Sheriff? Why would you, uh, why would you want me to do that, my friend? You're damn straight, Deputy Barry. I said, well, I said, uh, no. <laughs> and I dumped for a tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, there's uh, a skinny tree, but a tree nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And the tree and get down on the ground flat we know our we know our war stuff oh boy uh you're not quite fast enough though as you hear a crack and i'm looking for my d6 oh there we go uh, a, d, a d4 will do in a pinch a, a let me guess and he shoots him full of yeah. he shoots him full of rusty cutlery okay <laughs> uh he catches you in the shoulder not in the sorry, not in the full shoulder, but like the fleshy outer part of the arm and spins mm -hmm. you around in the tree. You take two points of damage. Okay. Oh, good move, Quentin. I mean, he would have killed you outright if you had kept walking without your weapons. That's right, son of a bitch. And I got my rifle, and I'm damn good with a rifle. And I'm gonna look for his stinking head, roll and pop a shot back quickly. And I call out his I call out his real name. Uh, what was his real name again? Uh, Bobby, uh, Bobby Tutone. Bobby McGlynn. Bobby okay. McGlynn. Listen, Bobby McGlynn, you'll pay for that as we take you down. And I say we really loud. 
Yeah. We take you down. And Come I... on! Why are you throwing us under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> We're sneaking. Don't worry about under it. the horse in this situation, but yeah. So we'll. Uh... Yep. Threw us under the threw us under the stampede. That, that fell so flat, I can't even. So presumably, we would have heard this as well, keeper. So how far? Yes. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. How far away is the house? Oh, you're not too far out. You're about. Uh... Ooh, let's call it 40 feet 40 okay. feet oh that's not far at all well, okay. as soon as i hear the shot i was swinging wide to stay mm-hmm. out of sight as soon as i hear the shot i'm just coming barreling down on the side of the house with my uh okay and i'm gonna return fire with my uh with my rifle okay if, that, if that's okay i got a whopping 75 i like to use and i rolled a 13 holy crap that is a uh that's an extreme success. All right. Uh, roll for damage. So this was one of the sheriff's rifles. So it was a pretty damn good one. So I don't know what the damage on that one would be. Uh, yeah, I rolled pretty light against you. Mine should, probably should have been a little heavier, too. Uh, I think uh, Rick has a rifle. Yeah, I have one, too. Yeah, just copy the stats from that. Because yeah, the they, they don't vary much. In yeah. Oh, okay. Um, where's mine? So, so what do you got there? Uh, what do you got there, Philip, for your rifle damage? Um, mine's two d six. Yeah. Oh. Well, then in that case, you should have taken six damage, Quentin. Okay. He might have clipped you a little harder, and the shoulder spun you around. Okay, so that puts me down six down to seven. All right. Quentin's hurting. All right. Uh, I. Well, with my extreme success, does that do anything different? Uh, probably get a you you know no, what? I don't think a, I don't think this no, is it. It just gives you it's basically the equivalent because he's undercover, mm-hmm. right behind the window and stuff. So it's at least a hard success to hit him. Okay. Uh, so I roll my die, die yeah. six twice. So I got a six. And I got a four. Ten points. Uh, and, uh, as you hit, there's a little spray of red up in the air and, uh, you, you see him disappear. Mm-hmm. Like magically? Like, no, like, it. like he, he, he felt like his head was above the window, right? Mm-hmm. He was like set up on the window frame. Oh! I thought he was out on the porch. No, no, no. Sorry, oh, my bad. Is he actually okay? He fell into a big magic uh, top hat. <laughs> it just disappeared entirely. Yeah. Nice Winchester. Winchester seventy six car or carbine. That's a faster shooter. So yeah. Oh, it's a two die six plus three. Gee, so that would have been thirteen points of damage. Okay, well then, then you have to take three extra points of damage too. Okay. You're shooting the same rifle he did. That so, so that might not have been so good, Philip. So um I'm down to so four. So Quentin's presum- almost dead. <laughs> presumably we've we've made it to the side of the house at this point, Keeper. Sure. Well, I, I was barreling down. As yeah. soon as I get to the side of the house, I'm gonna jump off the horse. Because time is of the essence for me. Uh with my shotgun, I come around the front side of the house and just look to see if anyone's there did anyone come out on the front porch 
so you're you're like on the side of the house, right? I'm on you're the side of the, the house. Yep. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Jump off yeah. the horse. Run to the front <laughs> corner of the house. There's, Stay low. Uh, whip it around. Yeah. See if there's someone there, I can shoot. There's just some drops of blood that came out over the windowsill. On uh, not a lot, right? Because most of the blood would have gone backwards, but there was a little bit that sprayed forwards. Okay, then I'm just going to stay there until, because I know the other fellows are coming from uh, the other side, or maybe, I forget, no, I think Harold said he'd do the other side. Harold would do the other side of the house. So I wait for Phil to uh, join me and wait until I can see what Harold does. I I, I whisper to Bo and I go, hey, Bo, I'm uh, going to blow a a hole in the side of this fucking house. Okay, (laughs) well... Uh, you pr- probably should do it through the back then because I'm on the, you and I are on this side, Harold's on the other side. We don't want to blow ourselves up. I see there, I see there's glass on the front, so there's a broke out window. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of lighting it and throwing it in. Okay, well, we That's better right. get the okay, you do that. Uh, I'll, Is that okay? Is that, well, I don't know. We, uh, we don't know what Harold's doing. I don't think we have this much time for a conversation. Yeah, so we do. Do, it. do we? What? Do we have yes. What the hell? Why? Why do we have to go running for the dynamite? What? Because let's wait. Look at Quinn. Quinn is literally behind this tree. You see him? He's got a filleted pork shoulder over there. Yeah. Now he's laying on the ground, so he's harder to hit. I guess that's fair. Well, I, I, you know, I just want to. I just want to wait. I just want to wait and see. No, it's yeah. You don't really understand what dynamite does, do you? You ever find I mean, off a stick of dynamite? I think a single, a single stick. You, you side of the house. You blow the side of the house down. You know, yep, and, yep, and then the, yep, and then the glass and the wood is hitting us and the concussive force and all that. Jeez, Louise! But I just, wait, I just want to wait. I just want to wait and see what uh, what Harold's doing. Okay. Okay. Just give a second to see what he's doing. Let me give a second. I'll give it a second. Then I'll we can, the back. if we see him, well, be careful. I'll, I'll wrap around the back. My rifle at the ready, and I'll look to see if I see anybody and if I see Harold. How's that? Is that fair? Okay. You, stay you, low. You, would see, you would see Harold on the far corner of the back, just tucked around the back, what covering the back of the house. That's okay. what somebody, somebody, That's if what y'all are taking this much time, somebody make a listen roll. Uh, 15. That's a success of something. Yeah. And you, you, you hear a voice from inside the house and it says, uh, it's a very upstanding voice and in its, uh, accent and, Oh, is it uh, Lord Fauntleroy, the owner of the mine? (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, it says, it says out loud. It says, uh, to the would be assassins outside. Is there a reason that you're shooting at me? Mm. You have you have assassinated a fine upstanding sheriff who was trying to do his duty. I would like you to announce your intentions to me. So is that well, the we keep that... our no, we keep right. our mouth shut. I know Quentin wants to run off with the Quentin, go ahead if you want to yell at him. No, I just want to know if, if Quentin recognizes the voice. No. Do I recognize the voice? Okay. No. Hmm. Do okay. I recognize the voice? <laughs> yeah. 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 You do actually. No, you don't. Okay. Uh, I uh, I I let Philip know. Uh, 
to uh, show Harold uh, the uh, dynamite so he knows what your intention is. Okay. All right. So I, 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 I take the dynamite stick out. I go. <laughs> I go. Well, I do more than that. I'm gonna hop on my. I'm gonna hop on my Hold horse. On. Are we do? We're gonna do this. I don't know who this guy is. Do you know who this guy is? It don't matter. He shot some. He's involved with someone who shot Quentin. Maybe the guy though had this guy hostage. Seems unlikely. You just called him a, a fine, upstanding sheriff. Oh, fair point. Let's blow the fucker's house up. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys think too much. Jeez, yeah. So I just go. I, I'm hopping on my horse and hightailing it out of the range of any uh, shrapnel. My horse is a ways out of out of range, so I'm just hitting the dirt. Okay. And I'm, and I'm going to the side of the house we were at. I'm actually just gonna go and put a stick of dynamite at the base of it, and I'm gonna then run out, you know, straight perpendicular behind Bo from that. With the goal here that we blow the side of the house and create a precocious sort of, you know, Midlands going on oh, inside the house. It, and... yeah. Okay, well. No? Should I read? Just do it. Just I do didn't it. know what you had in mind. Uh, okay. Just do I, something. I don't want to necessarily kill. You know, it's going to probably kill Philip, people. Just do something. To... Blow the fucking just place up with as much dynamite as you have. What I want, I got it sick. I put it. Yeah, I do that. Oh, do you by any chance? Do, do you by any chance have lots of them strapped to your chest? So wait, a stick of dynamite is four M80s, right? Isn't an M80 a quarter stick of dynamite? Yeah. In theory, yeah. I thought it was an eight. Mm. Yeah, M8. I... Oh, it's an eight. I think. Yeah. Oh, I think you're good with a stick. I mean, I've seen a half stick go off, and holy shit! <laughs> but uh, yeah, just remember, there's no windows, so it's just going to be going after solid wood mm -hmm. yeah so it's not going to do as much damage i i really just wanted to sort of create some sort of explosion that fractures some timbers creates enough discharge inside that then we could storm it just do it yeah see exactly. no, yeah none of us know that plan but do it fair enough that's what i do all right, I'm just looking up the value yeah, of. We did a lot there. of talking, but no planning. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's that's good. That's the best way. And oh, a claymore mine, assault rifle, explosives, dynamite stick. Holy fuck! And uh, a Spangler circus peanut. Oh yeah. Roll four d ten. Oh, but against wood. Oh man. What's the strength of? Uh, a wooden I, I don't think side with, of a building. I don't think with dynamite, especially where he's located that stick, it's going to matter. Why, yes, I will have a Spangler Circus Peanut, the unofficial sponsor of this podcast. Because they're delicious. I got, a, I got a four, a seven, a three, and a seven. Okay, so 18 and 20. So 21? Yep. Okay. All right. So tell me exactly, you, you wedge it under the house. I presume you light the stick and you're running away. Yeah, I'm on the horse behind Bo, galloping away like uh, the like the fucking Zorro over here. Okay, and make a luck roll to go with that. <laughs> yeah, you're picking like off his horse immediately. Uh, I got a 56, which my luck 70, so I, I make that. All right. Uh, so you and Bo go galloping off. Uh, 
Harold, you were ducked behind the house. Am I am I correct in this assumption? Uh, a little on the other away. side. Okay. On the other side. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm on the opposite corner. Okay. Um, but like you so, know, 10, 20 feet away. All right. Plus, you also said you hit the ground. Yeah, I hit the ground. So in a race of adrenaline and wind, as you're tearing off across the open land there with the the fuse doing its little tss, and then all of a sudden i mean there's just an earth rocking boom right and uh quentin what were you looking at when that boom went off me i duck um i was gonna say from uh from cannons going off and such like that you uh you duck and cover yeah all right so there's a huge cloud of sand and wood shards that fly up into the air the tree blocks most of it but you're you know you're covered in dust your shoulders hurting a ton too uh harold it's enough to like barrel you over right it just knocks you just lose your balance and the whole house shakes and starts to uh fall in and uh right now you can't see much there's just a cloud of dust and debris. Okay, Phil, we need to swing around uh, uh, outside, uh, uh, outside of range. We don't want to come at that opening in case there's someone still alive. So Quentin, uh, Quentin stands up and rushes towards the house into the dirt and debris with his rifle in front of him. Charge. I'm going to swing around and uh, to uh, Harold's side, make sure he's okay. Mm -hmm. And then we'll mount an attack from the back. Oh, I was going to say, Quentin might have a quote. Uh. <laughs> is, is the back of yeah. the house still intact? It, it, uh, yeah, it is. Ah, uh, here's it's a kind of... one. Okay, so, uh, so uh, Quentin pulls out a, a quote from Moby Dick and gets up and like a, uh, like an infantry charge into the dust as, as it's settling because you want to get the uh, the jump on your foe. And he screams and he yells out, um, I am past scorching, not easily canst thou scorch a scar, as he runs into the fire and his rifle ready to blaze. Uh, can you just make a luck roll on that one, big guy? Absolutely. Actually, my luck is pretty good. So yeah. Oh my God, a seven. All right. Uh, so you find your way right into the house and uh, th there's dust everywhere. You're kind of coughing, but you you cover your your mouth with your shirt, and um, you look over in the corner, and there's a, a headless body. You assume that's probably where your Winchester rifle mm. took took his head off. And then uh, I want the reward. What's that? I want the reward. And blown across the room is um uh, another body and it looks like the explosion uh you're not sure but it might have killed him might have killed him yeah like from the impact of being thrown against the wall and well, uh and well, hitting the floor. Quentin, one way to well, make sure that Quentin, uh, uh, quickly solves the might have problem <laughs> <laughs> so you shoot him oh absolutely okay all right is he dead now uh, oh, I guess, you know, make a roll for it. I guess we'll make it legit. In case it backfires. A 71. So, yes. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, whatever damage you would roll at that point would finish him off. He, he had it coming. Where, um, do you, where did you shoot him? 
go for right to the chest. Why not? Okay. All right. I wonder and if then, he's super. I wonder if he's supernatural. Um. Do, well, I was going to say, does he look anything like um, Gerald? Pete, Pete the poet. No, in fact, I, yeah, y'all got to remind me. I got to do a better do job of describing these people. That's um, fine. He's he's very nicely dressed, uh, and was, yeah, was. Now he has a hole in his uh, silken he's shirt. Still nicely with, dressed. Yeah, blood stain on it. Uh, got a bowler cap. Um, looks oh. like looks like quite the uh, quite I the professional the, individual. I take the bowler cap. Oh, okay. maybe he was a Pinkerton. Yeah. So take the bowler cap, and I want to do a quick uh, first aid on my shoulder. Quick first aid. All right, give me a roll. Yeah, my first aid's good, and I got a 67, so that's a regular success. Okay. You're not able to do a hell of a lot uh, just with all the dust that's gotten in and stuff, but you're at least able to stuff it full of some some of that silk shirt off the guy on the floor. <laughs> and uh and mm. stop some of the bleeding that's uh, a bandage man yeah yeah uh, so i check harold you're, uh, you're pretty sure the bullet might still be in there though gotcha i swing around and uh, see if harold's still lucid yeah harold would be moving um toward the back of the house okay yep. yeah then i uh hop off i leave my horse on the side of the house and i join uh harold uh uh, motion to uh, to Phil that we're uh, okay. We don't know. Uh, I guess we would have heard a uh, uh, Quentin shot from the inside, so we know there's still shooting going on. I think so, inside is outside now. <laughs> well, not necessarily. No, back of the house is still the, intact. Yeah, blew off the so side of the house. Yeah. So I would um, bust the bottom board uh, of that window. Um, you know, do the, with the butt of the gun, break that, and then. Uh, rifle in the window in the back window yep. is that what you're talking about yeah okay um and you do it and uh you don't see anything in there okay. is there a is there a back door no there's no back door just one back window yep oh so i'm just there okay. covering okay occasionally looking left and right to make sure nobody's okay well i'm going to continue to sneak around to till i get to the opening on the side of the house that's been blown out okay uh, make and, sure the dust is settled enough that I'll be able to see. And uh, if, I, I mean, it's still pretty fresh. It's starting to clear up, but um, well, your visibilities. I, no. I mean, uh, let's see. Quentin's already in there. Well, it's uh, I don't know that. Right. Sadly, I, I say what I was going to say. It's a house. I've got a scatter gun. I just spin around and fire. Okay. I didn't hey. know. I didn't know Quentin was in there. Yeah, Quentin, make a luck roll. You might kill Quentin off. Uh, a good roll, 13. Oh, wow. All right, we'll give you that then. So uh, there's buckshot goes flying through the house. Uh, it catches a bunch of loose boards and stuff, and you see one or two of them enter the guy's body on mm -hmm. the floor in front of you, and you realize somebody's shooting a shotgun at you. And I just call out, uh, you know, I was going to say, Bo, um, Quentin would have been, he's in a state of mind of just you know, moving forward. And, and Yeah, and you know I've got, I'm the one with the shotgun, me and Yocker. And you guys are outside coming in, and I, and I just yell out, oh, they're all dead in here, we have to move on to the, to the animals. 
Oh, Quentin. I, Jesus Christ, I didn't know you were in there. There's so oh, much no. commotion. No, no harm done. No harm done. Well, there was harm done, but <laughs> mostly, to, mostly not to me. Okay, well, I uh, poke my head around the back and say, uh, Harold, it's all clear. Uh, Quentin took care of him inside. Okay. Then I will. We have a bit of a mess to clean up to get to the bedroom and to that uh, entrance. I hope it's still working and it isn't blown apart. Phil, Phil, it's all safe. We can come on in. All right. So uh, good work with that uh, stick of tea and or tea. I think I'm going to make my uh, new uh, catchphrase, Dino Mike, huh? No. Mm -mm. All right. So uh, I guess I guess I won't. And uh, I'll just kind of come on in, tie my horse up. Okay, so we've destroyed his um, his study. Because that was the side that had his study. Yeah, and blah, blah, blah. The study yeah. So the bedroom was the other side, right? Right. So there's yeah. like, there's books all over the floor and and boards strewn all over um wasn't a terribly sturdy roof so there's boards hanging down now i do uh, have a question though keeper yeah. um there should be a third body gerald yeah um he's not in there okay what dun 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 and that's why i was like dun, 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 dun. fiend i said fiend <laughs> He'll have to be destroyed and blown back to the abyss where he, he comes from. And I, I turned the bow. I said, there was an, another dead body here, but I believe it may not. Well, I, I was, you know, I knew you had dynamite. I didn't know Phil was packing. Jeez, Louise, we can uh, blow this. Uh, if we get down to the basement, I guess that's what you had planned. Uh, figure we can blow this place to kingdom come. Oh, no, we have animals to release. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh God, I hope we didn't hurt damn animals. <laughs> oh, Lord, we weren't even thinking about that. We totally lost track of that. Some of, some of us weren't thinking about that. <laughs> Poor Harold. No. Uh, All right. I do so want to just quickly pat yeah. down uh, um, Mr. Hoity Toity there and see if he has any form of identification on himself. Uh, what he does have is a letter in his chest pocket, which is now kind of soaked in blood. And uh, oh, and I take the sheriff badge off the sheriff and I put it on. Oh, okay, yeah, and that's the headless corpse, right? Yeah. And you identify him because he has the. And uh, how much does uh, Quentin get? Like a hundred bucks for bringing the head back in? Uh, he's not a bounty bounty in. on the guy, right? The, the the problem is there's no face left. So he's going to have to convince somebody that that is indeed who it is. Didn't they have fingerprints back then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right there with uh, orbital, orbit scans. No, they had <laughs> fingerprints. That was like the mid-1800s. <laughs> was um, but then, then they would have to have a sample of his on file, which probably wasn't. No, no. I'd, well, I take a, if he had a distinguishing article. Oh my article, god! Article of clothing. I'm taking that. Fingerprints were first used in 1892. Wow! Oh, I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, we, we ain't there yet. Ain't that type of technology? Mm -hmm. um, well, I take so, a sheriff badge. That's the that's distinguishing enough. Okay, good enough for me. All right, and then Harold, you got a note out of his chest pocket, okay. out of Mr. Hoity Toity's chest pocket. Okay. What does the note say? It says, uh, Dear Jonathan, 
please come post haste. Uh, I am being stalked by members of the town and I feel my safety is in danger. Bring the sheriff with you and help me to protect my, uh, my property. I have most recently been assaulted by two men and one woman. And he goes on to describe uh, the three of you in great detail in the letter. What? Yeah. It's Gerald's writing. It oh. makes no sense. How much time has passed since you... And not much at all. Wow. And, and uh, it's, it's signed Gerald at the bottom. Mm. Wow, mm. crazy. All right. Keeping that. All right. On that note, we got to close up. We're at our time. All right. That was great. That was some crazy great stuff. Uh, where's our thing? Here it is. And here we go. Thanks for joining us tonight under the library. We'll be back next week, same time. And in the meantime, you can find us on our website underthelibrary.com we're also on twitter at under the lib so for me for michael for rick emily wayne scott chris and did i say rick for rick too thanks thanks for joining us we'll see you next time <laughs>